As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm here with Tanya Schultz, a good friend of mine that I've known for how many years, Tanya? Like 20? No. <laughs> that way. I feel like I've known you all my life. You're like my soul sister. Yes. And then we always meet up. Like, in, you know, we haven't seen each other for, I don't know, months. And then we're like, hey, here we are on Twitter or somewhere. <laughs> and it feels like yesterday, like we just spoke to each other. And so it, it, like time didn't, didn't matter for us to reconnect again. Yes. And we just did a Twitter space together. You introduced me to Twitter spaces. You uh, unvirginized me for Twitter. I can't believe I was the one introducing you to something technology. I know. No, 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 no. But you're always, no, but you're always ahead of the game too. So it's like, what's Tanya doing? I know she's up to, Uh, I know I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I know she's always up to speed too, you know, you you don't like behind at all. You're always there. I'm like, oh. No, I guess I get bored. Is this the ADHD um, and, and I believe I do have some form, but I just like, I, I, I believe I'm, I'm not ADHD. I'm more like, they call it nonlinear thinker Oh, where I don't, I don't stay focused. I'm like all over the place, but I, and I finish what I say I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, me too. So I think that's, yeah, I'm like that. That's why we get along so great. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> by the time we've done talking, we've talked about everything else and we're like, yeah. And we're the only two that can understand each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where are you? Oh, we're on Clubhouse now. What? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to you on Twitter spaces. Oh, but now we're on Clubhouse. Okay, let's catch up again. <laughs> well, there's another one that I want to bring you on. It's called Fireside Chat. I'm oh. actually creating. Um, the thing with them is, is uh, it was started by Mark Cuban. Okay. And um, he funded it. And I, I met up with the CEO. This one, her name is Fallon. And the thing is, they have to, like, validate you. You can't just, like make an account and join okay. Like you can join and be a listener but if you want to be a creator so it's kind of like it's a platform it does audio and video but think tedx okay so it's like a tedx environment you have the green room so when you you're on stage and people are emojiing making comments each emoji make a noise so they can clap their hands like clapping. They have music. They have a bot that, that sets up everything for you. It sets up opener and closer. So cool. So I just finally got approved. Now I got to come up with my, you know, my shows I want to talk about. Oh, wow. So I, that's that's another thing that I'm going to start utilizing too. So we, I have to like bring you on and we can talk about that. Yes. Excited. Everything you do is exciting. So who are you, Tanya? We didn't even talk who about am I? that. I don't know. today. I'm who are you through. today? Like... <laughs> What are you doing today? What are you leaving well, today? <laughs> well, my name is Tanya Schultz. So I'm actually a communication consultant. Um, I specialize in helping regenerative and longevity doctors, anyone that has a new product, anyone that has anything that help people live longer and healthier. 
So I work mostly with doctors, researchers, and I started my communication company in 2006. And um, I, I'm an early adopter of social media. January 2007, I got obsessed with Facebook, and and I think that's and, and then I got in, into hackathons and meeting uh, beautiful people like yourself, Carla. Over the years, I think we've had different videos of us doing crazy stuff, trying to get that camera going. I think we have a video of me holding the camera above you. Um, so, you know, I, I've always been an early adopter, but my passion is to create empowerment uh, for women. Uh, men, too, but mostly for women, because, you know, I, as a woman growing up in America, I was always told, like, you know, hey, you, you know, you can, you're nothing unless you're with a man. You can't accomplish anything. So I totally disagree. You know, I, I believe that um, women can we can do anything we put our mind to with and and our children is, is a reflection of us. And we strive to be the best as we can wearing several hats. So you like yourself, I, I, I am. I had my son and I, I, I'm a single mom, but you have more you have more boys than I do. I have one. <laughs> But um, so, you know, so so now you know, as I as a person in social media and having an ad agency, so I do all aspects of my business include I meet with someone. They tell me something really cool. I look at their budget and how they want to spend it and how they use it. So I don't take um, projects on based on money. I I take it on based on how much I love them or like them yeah. or how I believe, because, you know, you can sit there and charge an arm and a leg or something. And you don't just don't believe it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's just You're the not- messages come out. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you, if I meet someone, they're a startup and they're just so excited and they have the data backing them up and I just love them and I just want to empower them. I don't look at the budget in that sense. You know, I, and sometimes most of the time I, I don't even make any money really. I just, I just do it because I love it. So, and then, then money comes to me because I, when you do great things with others, others refer you. So I feel like, you know, when you do your business based on what you love and who you love to work with, great things happen. But if you do your business and you're all miserable and you're kind of like, oh my God, I got to go meet with this client. She's just blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it just, it's not a, a, a wonderful experience. And so, you know, and to answer your question, what I do now also is that I literally fired some clients before the shutdown because I, one day I, one client, I actually just looked at them like, you know, I'm really tired of staying all weekend worrying about your Facebook ad that I did not put sign up for, but because I liked you or I thought I liked you, I didn't want to, you know, say no because I had that problem. But then I'm looking at it kind of like, it's not my business. I'm not, all the money you can pay me is not worth my health and my well being. And I was hearing all this story about COVID, all these different, I, I just like, I went down the list of all the, all the clients that did not fit me. And you know what? I downsized. No, that's awesome. The more money you make, right? The more money you make, you got to like pay for this, pay for that. I mean, I literally like my intern, everybody was gone. It was just me. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. me. You know, I had like seven interns. I was paying them, doing all kinds of stuff, teaching them, paying them, giving college credit, but they didn't they didn't see the value of me, you know, they didn't see my value because I think when COVID happened, a lot of people just kind of like freak out and I continue paying them until just one day, one by one, they didn't see my, my vision, you know, and, and when I have a vision, I have to like do it. No, it's important. I, you know, I think that's why we always got along even, you know, I think we were on the board of directors for social media day, right? Miami or uh-huh. and Palm beach too. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Like, Cause I know we, we were all that. Yeah. So you know, I always know that you're always like a very passionate person that takes only projects that speak to her. 
And, yep. you know, and then you do start just like, okay, this is not working. Goodbye. And that's awesome. I love that about that's it. it. And, and no hard feelings. When I see them, I still hug them and say, it was great seeing you. No hard feelings. Because when you live in regret of your action, that's when you have a problem. But just you own it. Own it and say, you know what? This is just not going to work. Maybe you should find someone out. I don't care how much you're retaining me for. My contract is done. I don't need to renew it. Because I, I do 90 days and six months. And that's it. You know, I try not to do a year. A year is just too much commitment for me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, it is. I can no, no. do it. Yeah, it makes sense because, no, and I like that about you. So what what advice do you give to business owners about acting fast and like cutting things that don't work and not feeling regret? How do, how do you get into that mind space? Some people can't. So here's the thing. I make a list. I make a list of do's and don'ts. Like yes, no. Like yay, nay. Like, am I staying up all weekend? Am I ignoring my family just because of your account? Am I just consumed with it because I want you to validate me of someone who's been doing it for so long? Am I like, like all the money that the retainer, really all the money you make, do, do I even have time to even spend it? <laughs> no, because I'm doing this stuff. So my health and well-being is more important. So I always tell young and also new um, entrepreneurs and startups that, Focus in the most important core thing that you have. And the most important core thing is your family is the one, the thing. Number two, the more money you make, always remember the more money you have to pay out. So downsizing is not mean that you're a failure. Downsizing means you're doing a smart move and you're, you're looking at yourself first because when you, it, it's the, this analogy I always tell people, I tell people this all the time. So if the plane's going down, do you run around and put the um, the air mask on everybody except yourself? What do you do? You don't. You put it on the air mask on yourself because if you don't help everybody else without helping yourself first, what's going to happen? You go first. And <laughs> so I use that analogy all the time. And I tell that to myself when I catch myself going, I'm like all or nothing sometimes. You know, I'll go in like a lion and I'll just crawl out like a sheep because I'm kind of like, eh, this is not what I really want to do. And I don't see that fulfilling my, what my, my goals are. So I always tell uh, new business owners and, and on startups, it's like, find what your core business is, stick to it. Don't, don't go out and try to like, you know, like I, I see people go out and they buy this and they get this new office and do all kinds of stuff. I'm like, we're in, we're in a place right now with technology. We, it doesn't matter where you're at. As long as you could do your business, local becomes global. That's how I said. Remember, we always talk about that. Local yeah. becomes global. So, so focus on that instead of trying to, you know, impress everybody else with how cool your stuff is. And you lead the Women in Communications group in South Florida too, right? Yeah, I'm actually the president of the Association for Women in Communication, the South Florida chapter. Our national chapter has been around since 1909. Um, I joined in 2008. I joined wanting to be the president in 2009 because I'm like originally from Vietnam and I just thought it'd be kind of cool to be like the president of one of the oldest women's group that's, you know, that turned 100 years. But when I joined, I think I, I was just a little bit too excited about the empowerment part. They literally elected me and I became the president and I became the president on and off. Um, I, you know, I try to like empower other women who've joined the women's group and, you know, like Donna Lawrence, you know, she joined and. I got her to become, I made, you know, we voted her to become a communication director and then she became the president and then I became her co-president. So it's, it's like a collaboration and pushing 
other people, especially women around you to go take a, a next step. And if they feel like, oh, I can't do this or I feel like it's too much. I always say you can do this. I'm here to help you. Never felt never feel like you're here by yourself. We do it as a collateral, you know, as a group. So that's what women communication does in South Florida. Are you guys um, doing live events right now or not right no, now? No, not yet. Um, we're looking at in October or November, we probably do a hybrid. I'm working. I don't like paying for anything when it comes to women in communication. I want everything for free. It's <laughs> like, you know, I don't really charge anything. And we're, you know, I just, I just believe in sponsorship and showing the value of who we are. Okay. You know, besides being one of the oldest women, we are the first early adapted to social media. So when someone sponsors or being part of our group and we go like, for example, we were sponsored by the, our sponsor was, was the blue at the Boca resort. Um, it's a beautiful on the 27th floor. It's a beautiful space. And they charge like $5,000, you know, per event that they do. And I, you know, I negotiated and I said, Hey, I'm going to give you a social media campaign every month. I'm going to bring all different women. We're going to honor different things. We're going to create awareness for different things. And I would include you in all my ad campaign, your target marketing. And it worked for them. It helped their business because every ad that you, they saw, and I figured it out how to run ads on Facebook really well because of all my other clients. So um, that was it. So they they agreed to it. They gave us uh, happy hour prices, free food, <laughs> free ballet. I mean, <laughs> the VIP. Yeah, yeah, we got a VIP. So we had a tremendous amount of women showed up. Sometimes we've got 150 women squeezed into this little space because there were so many women. Until like sometimes we'll have 30, you know, 30, 40, you know, very small for us. But overall, you know, we achieve our branding and raising awareness and empowering uh, local women that never thought they can, you know, start. I mean, we helped this one uh, women's group, one organization. It was uh, One Life to Live, the foundation. They um, they help uh, um, veteran women caregivers. Oh, and was so, that the one that yeah. we did on, I think, Facebook? We did a Remember, I think you had a Facebook group going for that, right? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one actually that she just, they just got some honoree. They're like big now. They went from like nothing to knowing them and know who they were. So I helped, I told them how to build a website. I told them how to do this. And they, now they're just, you know, they getting a whole bunch of funding. So those little projects we're proud of and we're thrilled for because that's our reflection. So my, my goal is always say, you know, your success is my success. So that's one of the things I help people and, and vice versa. My success is their success, right? Because they helped me. So. And I think if we all focus on that, that thought, you know, like if you're successful and I'm helping you, that's my success. Yeah, because sometimes people think that because someone else is successful, that somehow that takes away from them. So how do you think women's groups and like just being around other entrepreneurs and successful people helps people in life in general and in their business? Well, it's better to grow as you know, as a group, you know, and it's better to say, I, I, in the early days of social media, I always say that this is saying when one person stands there and say, hey, I'm great. Buy from me. You know, nobody's going to come there. Like I'm running from them. <laughs> but if another person to stand next to that person and say, hey, she's really great. She has some great products. She knows what she's doing. Come talk to her. Do you know how many people would talk to her? A lot of people would talk to her. And, and, and so I don't need somebody to say, hey, because of you, I'm successful. In the back of my mind, I already know. I don't need to be valid. I already know that Whoever I help or reach out to, or I believe in their success would be my success. And I feel good about it. And, and I feel like I hope that type of thinking um, 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply you know, people utilize that and start using it for themselves. Because when you go and um, I talk about this, actually, I do, I do, we're all over the place today, but I talk about this all the time about networking, right? You know, mm -hmm. we go to a networking event and there's etiquette for networking. People think, oh, you know, I, I remember speaking at a communication class at FIU for um, uh, Dr. Berman. She, she published a lot of books and she had me, this was my early days as a uh, president of women communication. And they were my student chapter, but she wanted me to come talk to the communication group. And this was in 2008. Yeah, 2000. No, I'm sorry, 2009, actually. And I just told them that, you know, um, I did this talk. But before I even got there, I said, We're gonna, I'm going to teach you guys something. It's called the fab selling, feature advantage and benefit. But I'm going to go and call Starbucks and I'm going to get Starbucks to give us free coffee just for your class. And they're like, okay, how are we going to do that? Don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of it. So I called the president who is now Sharice James, who's extremely successful in her real estate business. And I'm very close to her still. She, um, and they went and got, picked it up. They went and picked up this big gigantic coffee from Starbucks and they were just so excited. They got, you know, they didn't have to pay for it or anything. <laughs> they had all this stuff. They came into the class and saying, so, you know, I was driving from Boca to FIU and that's like a hike. So I go all the way down there and I get there and I said, how'd you guys like the coffee? And they're like, oh my God, thank you. How did we get that? And I said, you know, so there's two lessons I want to teach you today. There's two lessons. There's only two lessons. One, feature advantage and benefit. The feature of something, the advantage of something, the benefit. So the feature I told the Starbucks people was that I'm the president of women communication. We've been around since 1909. And I am working, talking to the student chapter of FIU. And they are located there. And the advantage of that is because they are in their area, um, they're going to be going there more often, the benefit of them, they'll get more customers. But because we'll be talking about networking and social media, we will talk about when we're social media, you and in, in, a, in an organic way, we're going to give you a social media campaign organically because we're going to mention you and we're going to take pictures of it. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Tell them to come get it. And that's how we got it. We got free coffee that way. I did a feature advantage and benefit. And so um, Sharice just told me recently, she goes, I used that learning from that day that you told me I use that and it, that's how I've accomplished a lot of my work. So if you just practice that in everything you do, anything, even what you eat, anything, it's, it's the simplest thing. It's a feature of it, the advantage of it and the benefit of it. When you practice that in everything that you do, even when you pitch a client, you write everything out like a feature, the advantage and benefit, you read it back, it comes out very smooth. So there's the one thing I tell people to do. The second thing I talked about was networking. So the students told me when they go to a networking event, it was like they have to run around and get as many business cards as possible. 
that's their goal when they go to networking because that's what the teacher told them to like, you know, get as many business cards and you can reach out to them and all that stuff. Right. And I said, and I went around the classroom and everyone had that whole same thing. And I said, well, my philosophy is different. I, I believe that when I go to a networking event, before I go there, my goal is to meet only three people, not because so that what they can do for me, but how can I serve them? How can I help three people that I just met? And some, most of the time I end up with like five or six, but three people, I don't run around. I walk in, I introduce myself to the host. I, I, you know, and I really don't even give out my business cards that much. I try not to, because I feel we, we become hinder. The business cards is like, oh, it's my business cards. Like, I can't really talk to you unless I have a business cards. So I said, you know, sometimes I forget my business cards, but it's okay. You know, I have a pen and paper and a phone. Um, but I said, my goal is to meet three people that pretty much they pitch me. They tell me their story. I don't, I don't tell them my story. I'm more about telling their story because when you connect in that way, when you care about someone else's, um, their, their story, what they're about. And so, cause most people, go to networking events just so that they can get business cards and future customers. Right. Yes. But because you go in and you're like, Oh, how can I serve you? How can I help you? So I meet three people. I share with them, my other friends, my other people that I know, I give them phone numbers. I say, Oh my God, you should call this person. Oh, you're a printer. I know someone that's starting a business. You should talk to this person. I'm going to go ahead and text them for you right now. So by the time I leave that business meeting, I created three friends, but most of the time I, I create more than that. And we're all like a community right then because every it's not about one big community. It's more every experience can become a community, just like going on a Twitter space. It's, it's I create a, a community in that moment. So if, if people went in and all new business people, they came in and just think about not think about what they're trying to sell. Think about how they can serve. And this is amazing coming from someone who's been the president and everything for the communications so you know what you're talking about. You have experience. I've seen you build community. That's why we always stay in touch because I know that you're about serving people, not seeing about what you can get. And, you know, exactly. it always comes back to you. Like I've seen that in action. So congratulations on exactly. that. <laughs> thank you. But I'm, thank you for letting me share that. But I think I, I'm hoping that your listeners um, follow those, those two important tips that I always think that people should focus on the feature advantage and benefit of a product service of themselves. But first of all, before they try to pitch themselves, they should be able to, um, think about how can I serve this person? How can I help them? And how long have you been in just in business in general that this experience that you're sharing comes from? Like, how long did it take you to learn this? Or you always just had this kind of mentality? Um, I started, I say I worked for Toshiba back in 1994. I, I mean, I got into this, this, when you work for, when you're the only woman sales rep selling copiers, it was like really crazy. You have to like prove yourself. Um, and I had like um, Winter Park, um, Orlando, Florida, then Winter Park was my territory. So they, they taught us, they took us to this, they call it Zig Ziglar. He's a big yes. motivational speaker. And and then uh, get, uh, Dale Nightingway, this is, uh, he's, like he's a, another big speaker. So I would started listening to this stuff. And this is in 1993, 94, um, that I really started embracing motivational, like listening audio, not, not watching, you know, back then it's like whatever cassette you got, you put it in your car and you drive. Right. <laughs> I didn't even have air conditioning on my car back then. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. That's how poor I was, but I just am happy I had a car. So, <laughs> but I would listen to these motivation speakers, but I actually sat in a Zig Ziglar um, education thing that, that Toshiba sent us to. Um, and they taught me and they kind of like talked and they talk about, you know, 
how can you serve somebody more than, and then, and he had talked about feature advantage and benefit. There's 1994. That's when I really grasped that concept. And then after that, everything I do, I used it. And I, I literally got every job I wanted. Like, like anything I wanted, I got a job. But then, and then, you know, I was like, you know, why am I getting, making people money? I should make my own money, you know, like, because the only way I'm, I'm afraid not to start my business is because I'm afraid of failure. But what if I fail? Okay. So I just do it again. Cause the failure is when you don't do, you know, when you keep trying and trying and trying, it doesn't matter. You know how many jobs I've had? Everyone that known me for like, oh my God, since the nineties, they, they, they can give, they, they still have business cards. They take pictures of my business card. <laughs> They're like, oh, look, look, I found your business card. Oh, back in 1993. Oh, my God, here's another business card. I mean, so, so it's kind of, you know, it's like. They've seen you, like, through your process. <laughs> yeah, I did my process. But but really, at the end of the day, failure, there's no such thing as failure when you're doing. Failure is when you, you don't do and you hesitate and you're so worried about how everyone, you know, perceive or do this. Today, that's what I love about technology today. People love rawness. They love rawness. They love real. They love people being, uh, you know, and, and people are so much more understanding when you're saying, hey, you know, I, I, this, this, and this, better than, oh, everything has to be perfect. And you're getting all mad at people because it's not perfect. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not real world. Real world is acceptance and you cheer on your, your friends. And so. And they're good and they're bad times, right? That's why I yeah, like it. That time it's ups and down, ups and down. That's what life is. It's all, and you know, at the end of the day, it's how we travel. You know, it's, it's, do, do we travel well by just enjoying the ups and down and have gratitude? Or do we just stop what we're doing and say, oh my God, it wasn't perfect. So I, I, I just can't move now. I mean, come on. What project are you working on currently that people can join or... Well, I am learning Twitter spaces. I still have my wonderful website, socialchats.co. Um, underneath, it's a multi-site. So I have like 12 streaming sites underneath there. I built last year. <laughs> oh my God, you don't even want to know what I did last year. Why I, I fired everybody. Um, so I sat around and I started blogging, but I started doing social media blogging, meaning instead of just in words, because I really, I, if I start writing, I go everywhere. So I do, I, I'm more like video, audio, picture, and then you can tweet it out if you want to and share it and bookmark it. So I like those, that type of writing. So I'm working on that and then just understanding the psychology of um, social audio. I mean, it's kind of funny because I started live streaming in 2010 on an internet radio station. Well, it was a regular AM station and then convert to internet and we it became an internet station. And that's how I started my talk show, Social Chats. And now here we are. All like, and then you are working for a radio station. That's why I'm all like, oh, tell me more. I, I'm loving this because I feel like it was meant to be because that's <laughs> not where I started. Right? Yeah, no, it's awesome. And so are you doing um, Twitter spaces for companies now? Because I've seen a oh, couple of people. Too. Yeah, looking for people to host their um, Twitter spaces and things like that because they're not sure how to use them. Send them to me. Send them to me. Actually, I did a whole talk on this last night on Twitter spaces and the room got quiet because people are like, what? She's going to monetize this? And I'm like, I'm not going to monetize. I, I said, uh, yes, yes, we I'm are. Like, I'm like, <laughs> What? Capitalism is not a bad thing. I'm using this as a tool. Oh. No, this is a tool. This is like, this is a communication tool. You know, I, I want, I want to be able to host wonderful information for wonderful business people to, to share their thoughts, especially um, authors, you know, different things, you know, like, I mean, authors, grand opening of, of new restaurants. I want the, the owners to come on to share their thoughts. So 
Yeah, I, like send them to me because I want to do Twitter spaces and then I want to do more and then bring them on to um, Fireside Chat. Okay, and, yeah. And have more of a, an intimate, more of uh, a conversation with all the other, you know, bling and whistles that they got going on there. And then and, and Fireside Chat, we can convert, I can make that into a video too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it's more targeted, you said, right? Because people have to actually register to get in there. So, you know, your audience is more refined, I guess, or? Yeah. <laughs> and they're not some troll jump, jumping in, you know, saying crazy stuff. They have to be, they're all, they're all business people. Or they're all on there. They're all writers. You know, they're, they're, it's going it, to, and it's so new. It just got launched March and they're, they're vetting people. They're not just like, oh, here, we're open. And it just, the whole process was, was, I'd never experienced that process before. So I, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and try that out. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just creating more awareness. And then um, probably in October, I'm going to go do my uh, my hybrid events. You know, like I like I like those, you know, as an extrovert, it, dealing with this whole social distancing was kind of weird. And then I, got, <laughs> then I got caught up being an introvert. I'm like, oh, this is not too bad. But then I, I noticed that I, I'm not... I'm not blossoming like I, I am usually when I'm around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, you're the same way. Yeah, know, like I, I'm introverted, extroverted and networking just like you. Yeah. So I know it was weird because, you know, like, OK, I, I like being home. But there was a time where I was like, wait, no, I need to be free. and I need to be around people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. Right. No, nope. there's nothing wrong with that. So I think we, we all need to just have um, a calendar or a schedule. And, and and not be so hard on ourselves. The number one thing everyone needs to do is just do something. And I know you're yeah. getting ready to hop on actually on a Twitter space at one in a couple I of am. minutes. So before we go, um, what is your best advice for the listeners? My best advice for the listener is if you want to start a business, first thing you do is you write it down. You know, start your own version of a business plan. And, then, and also make sure you get in corporate sunbiz and do all the wonderful thing. But before you do all that, make sure you, you study your market and find out. Because I feel like I can market a pen, you know? How great <laughs> is this? What's the feature advantage of the benefit of this pen? So use the fab, network, definitely always network, but don't go in networking like you want to sell something. You want to network is how can I serve you? How can I help you? When you start helping people, Great things because those people will help you. It just—it's very contagious, actually. And um, don't be afraid to launch. Just launch. And What's the worst thing you can do? Where can people yeah. find you if they want to hear more great advice from you? What's the Twitter? Um, you can follow me anywhere. My I go by No Aging K N O W A G I N G. And so if you Google that, um, just Google that one word. You can find me everywhere because that's what—that's my branding because that's the name of my company. Is No Agent Inc. is my communication company. But if you want to listen to me, you know, um, I have my uh, my talk station. I said call it. it's called Social Chats. Um, Social S O C I A L Chats C H A T S um, is the my Twitter handle. I'm all my you know Twitter handle is Social Chats S F. But my website socialchats.co, and um, that's how you can find me. And, I'm, and again, I'm, I'm everywhere and I'm Tanya Schultz. You can, how many Asian you meet that's Tanya Schultz? <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> There's only one Tanya Schultz. And we've talked to her today and you've been amazing. Thank you so much for well, joining me. Thank you so me. much for having me on. I appreciate you. All righty. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 